What's up, tailgaters? Um, welcome to Homefield Tailgate. This is where we talk about anything and everything college sports. Yeah, we're excited y'all are here. Uh, baseball season just started, so we're going to talk a little bit of basketball, a little bit of baseball, uh, some questions that we got on the Instagram, and uh, whatever else comes up. So we're glad y'all are here on this Monday. I know there's a thousand things you could be doing, uh, but you're listening to this podcast. So thank y'all for uh, being here. Did you get that from... From Brian Torgan Frey? Uh, he says there's a million. So I, I lowered okay. it down to a thousand uh, for myself. Yeah. Okay. Well, just curious. Awesome. How was y'all's, uh, how was y'all's weekend? Spurchy, uh, why don't you start? I know you uh, had a jam-packed weekend full of fun things. So let's start with you. Yeah. So I had um, two of my best college friends come in town. Um, so Avery and Mary Chosen. And they came to visit Mary Morgan and I. And we had... A good time just catching up, hanging out with each other. Felt like the good old days, hearing how everyone's doing in in the adult world. So it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, just a lot of chill time. Tried to watch Ole Miss baseball, but then we didn't have SEC Plus. So we just kept watching mm. updates on the phones. <laughs> but it was still fun. Addison, Addison. what did you do? Uh, well, Friday night, I... I went out Friday night. That's what I did. There we go. Uh, hung around the downtown square. Had a couple of drinks with some friends. Uh, pretty chill night, though, for the most part. I was home at a, at a good hour. Um, Saturday, I went to the baseball game, and then I babysat. That was – wait, can I tell the story uh, well, about of, you babysitting? We were – all of the girls, we were at dinner, and – I don't know if this was just like you had to be there moment, but you know, we're just all chatting, whatever. And I look at Mary Morgan, I'm like, Mary Morgan, what's Addison doing this? What's, what's he doing tonight? And she, with a straight face, looks at me and goes, oh, he's babysitting. And then we all just like busted out laughing, not because it's funny that you're babysitting, but more of just like, we just were not expecting that answer. And it was so <laughs> funny. Um, but anyway, it was I'm proud of you for babysitting. That's fun. I babysat, I babysat two nights last week. Actually, oh, man, look at you. One awesome. of them was Saturday Dad night. I spent, I spent my Saturday night babysitting. Uh, hey, you're making your way through the Oxford community as one of the highest quality babysitters uh, in the Lafayette community. So I'm, I'm proud of you. That's awesome. Thomas, what uh, Friday night, uh, one of my roommates, Riley, had a, a buddy come in town that went to school with him. And we, we got dinner. And then uh, one of our friends who went to Ole Miss, Van Crawford's birthday was Friday. So we saw him. Kind of, you know, hung out with him at one of the bars, the watering holes in, uh, in Dallas. And then Saturday, not too much. One of the, the realtors that I work with who sends me business um, had an event. So I went over there, show face, brought some food, uh, you know, shook some hands, kissed some babies. And then Saturday I played golf. So great weekend. It was super chill and relaxing and just what I needed. Exciting. Um, I got a big, big hockey game this weekend. I'll, I'll tell you all about that next week. We have the Tampa Bay lightning versus the national predators um, in in Nissan stadium. So very um, nice. I'm going, my brothers are in town. So should be, should be a good game pulling on the bolts. Oh, absolutely. Bolt up. Is that what they say? Is that like, what, what's the thing they say? Thunder, go bolts. Can I say, can I say bolt up? Cause I kind of like that. No, that's yeah. No, that's Titans. All right. All right. Fine. I'll, I'll, (laughs) I'll leave that to tighten up. All right. My bad. Whatever. 
I don't even know. I think that's what they say. That sounds right. Tighten up sounds right. I yeah. think you're right. Anyway. Um, okay. I got a fun fact for you all today. Perfect. Okay. Let me hear it. Okay. What does HMS stand for on a ship? HMS. That was so country. Yes. HMS. Like whole mass. Holy moly smokes. So you didn't give us an opportunity to like even guess. You just no, that wasn't that wasn't the answer. I was trying to explain the letters. With oh, the, okay. It's not so holy. it's it's not um holy moly smokes. No. I'm gonna say whole mass. Um, I have no idea, so I just looked it up. Uh, so no. I'm gonna guess, and I'll, I'll let I'll let you tell people. That's so sad. I, I'm lame. I know it's I know. his slash her Majesty's ship. So Emery in okay. the chat actually got that. So he's our lucky he really, winner he totally uh, today. He, her Majesty's ship. Also, in case you're wondering, uh, the Beatles on Abbey Road. The last song is Her Majesty, and it's an absolute banger. And all of you should listen to it. So. That's your fun fact for me for the day. Okay, I have another question. How many yeah. shipwrecks are on the ocean floor? Like they they've they've wrecked An and they've estimate. fallen and they've fallen to the the ocean floor. Not lost, like, destroyed, or deliberately sunk. Since the beginning of time, or is there like a time? I don't know. This is at? just the question I'm, I'm giving you. We don't know how many. How many? I'm going to say what we about. think right now. How many shipwrecks are on the ocean floor as of today? Uh, 1.2 million. I'm going to say five to 700,000. It's they, the United Nations estimates that there are over 3 million shipwrecks on the ocean floor. Wow. It's a lot of shipwrecks. Yeah. A lot. Do any of y'all have your boater's license? No, Emory does. No, you're not, you're not required to have it in Mississippi. Yeah, what? we uh, our, Alabama, I guess our uh, our lake is private in Alabama, so I never really got it. Um, but I should yeah. probably do that. They've always just accepted a, a driver's license for okay. us. That's good. That That's good to know. Safe. I'm not really complaining. Um, well, I think. It, well, if I remember correctly, I think it depends like, when, on where you are. I think it depends on where you are, in Mississippi. If you're on the coast, you don't have to have a boating when license. When my when my older sister did the test, like she pulled up like a Quizlet. Looks like uh, your, your food's ready, Addison. Yeah, I've got to get uh, some food real quick. I'll be right back. I'll, I'll talk about this. When uh, when my older sister got her boater's license, she found a Quizlet and just kind of did the answers as they came. So I don't think it's too hard wow, to get your best really license. Know. Well, she's really smart, actually, Birchie. Fallon's no, very I know smart. She's smart. So I know. Uh, no, no, I'm just messing with you. Um, I mean, I should probably get it when my license renews in 2024. I think it's June 18th, actually. So I have some time to get my vessel's license. I, I looked at my license like this morning. I don't know why. I think I had to type it in for something. Uh, but yeah, That's my uh, my license number, in case you're wondering, is 8655582. I hope you're joking. Right. No, that's actually it. Why are you saying that? <laughs> it doesn't matter. They need other information. That's fair. That is fair. Okay, so apparently if you put in, I'm feeling curious on Google, it gives you your fun fact of the day. I just realized that. Also, can we talk about how Wordle is getting so much harder because the New York Times has it? And I really, I don't appreciate that. 
I haven't been on Wordle since the New York Times got it. Same. I, um, I'm boycotting it. I think it's silly. They're, it's just not right. They've also was, banned Addison's start word. Really? Yes. That that, can y'all hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my first start word was always always ratio because you got three vowels in there. R is a very commonly used word in the or letter in the uh, English dictionary. It worked out pretty well for me, but I haven't really been on it for the past like week. Yeah. Speaking of yeah. weeks, should they we talk about this past week of college basketball? I think we should talk about this past week of college basketball. I mean, because everyone here is listening is not because they know them us and they love us, but because they're genuinely curious in college sports. I mean, Florida taking over Auburn. I mean, Auburn's just been through the ringer with their football coach, but this this takes the cake. I think this is yeah. pretty exciting. It was a great game. Um, loved how the students rushed to the court. So, I'm not a Florida fan, not an Auburn fan, but love to see an, fan under, of an underdog win. Um, this was a great game. I believe the final score was 68, 67 Florida. I, uh, you know, no context brag in the words of Carter. I'm sure I, uh, live bet Auburn plus one and a half. So I was pretty pumped about that. Um, but I mean, Auburn, I feel like they should probably utilize Jabari Smith more than they are and kind of let him take control of their games. They have a lot of guys on their roster, specifically the guards trying to play hero, uh, when you have possibly the number one overall draft pick on your roster. So I look for them to try and kind of force him the ball more and kind of let him be more of a leader. Uh, but we'll see. Auburn's fine. It's one game. Uh, Florida's a decent team in a road environment. It's not a terrible loss. Florida's decent. I think they're eight and seven in the SEC. They'll probably make the tournament as like a 10 to 12 seed. It's not a terrible loss, but we'll see. Huge win for Florida. Mike White probably saved his job. Yeah. Florida mm-hmm. was not going to make a tournament without winning that game. I don't think. I, I just don't think they were going to get in. Yeah. They were definitely so a double team. Huge for them. If they keep winning, they'll be fine now because it's a huge win. Um, Auburn is going to be a, now a bubble one seed, maybe. If Kentucky keeps winning, maybe Kentucky can get that spot. Uh, Kentucky dominated. Again, they keep rolling. They want, they beat Alabama. Um, great win for them at home. Uh, the biggest story, though, uh, was Jawan Howard in Michigan over the weekend. This is what everyone's talking about, and we have some updates today on it as well. Uh, Birchie, did you see the fight? I did not. Thomas, you obviously saw it, correct? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. All right, so, Birch, at the end of the Michigan-Wisconsin game, uh, Michigan was down, like, 15 to 20 points, and both teams had second-string players in. Wisconsin emptied the bitch. They got third-stringers in. Um, and Michigan's playing a full-court man defense. So, they're kind of pressing, but it's full-court man. It's not a complete press. And Wisconsin – uh, was about to get a 10-second violation across half court, called a timeout, and there's like 30 seconds left in the game. There's less than a minute left. Um, by doing that, they got a new 10-second clock to get the ball across half court. But at the end of the game, John Howard's walking by the coach, and uh, the coach went to stop him. John Howard said, don't touch me. And the coach kind of stopped him. I was like, whoa, what? No, no, no. He said, I said, I'll, I'll remember that. that. And he, he said, pointed I'll remember at that. Him. I'm getting ahead of myself. He said, I'll remember that. I was walking You're good. By You're good. Coach kind of stopped him, and he said, whoa, don't touch me. Um, and then, because, I mean, the Wisconsin coach was just like, whoa, what? Like, 
you know, obviously I was going wasn't to Wasn't it? Ball, an, you know, and it was an assistant coach that was in the altercation, wasn't it? Yeah, but this is the head coach. Okay. But that started it. There's two head coaches. Unless I'm mistaken, but I'm pretty sure it's both head coaches. No, you're right. Um, and so then they get into it. A scuffle breaks out. John Howard slaps the Wisconsin coach across the – kind of like the head above his ear. Um, and it gets ugly. Players are throwing punches. It got, got really it. ugly. It got pretty yeah. – game's over. Done. Um, and so that's one thing. But then I've seen some people go back and forth on John Howard defending him or not defending him. And so I'll say this. Sports bring out – emotions in all of us I, I, I speak for many people when i say you can get very emotional with the game emotionally yeah, invested. absolutely and sometimes stuff just happens that you wouldn't do that's not in the heat of the moment say things do things etc uh, sports have that reaction um but after the game he had a chance to make it right john howard could be like, you know i'm supposed to be a leader of young men right uh I have to be better and control my emotions and not let this confess me. And instead, he defended himself. Talking about it was self defense, et cetera, et cetera. Dude, he's six foot seven, six foot eight, and the other guy's like five nine, five ten. And there was no self defense. He kind of got to push back and it went forward through people to get back to the coach. Right. Um, so I, I think Jordan Howard was in the wrong for sure. I, I agree and with I, you. And I would have been more likely to give him the benefit of the doubt if he came out and apologized after the game in his press conference instead of yeah. for himself. Um, Should we watch the video and and, and look? Because I have it pulled up. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I'll, I'll let me share your screen. As you're talking, I'll kind of um, say something as well. Um, the, the Wisconsin head coach uh, called a timeout primarily because he had a lot of backups in. And he wanted an opportunity to get his starters in because he was like, it was an important part of the game. I didn't trust the guys I had in. I wanted to get my starters in who I felt more comfortable with handling that situation. So I totally understand the timeout. I get that. Um, and, you know, like, like Addison you, said, emotions. You want to coach until the final second. Right. And I, I don't the think game. there's an issue with calling the timeout at all. It's, it had to be done. He felt most comfortable in that position to call a timeout, get guys he trusted in. I don't have an issue with that. Uh, Birch, you can play whenever you want. Start it back a little bit further. I can hear it. That's not. Right he was uh like grabbed at his head but he uh he's facing a five game suspension so he will yep. not be the coach for five games now and and the way his salary's set up for michigan uh michigan only pays him four hundred thousand dollars the rest of his really? contracts paid by the rest of his contracts paid by nike and some other stuff okay. um so the university of michigan only pays him four hundred thousand dollars and his salary suspension is just coming from that part for the five games. I, I don't think uh, money's a huge issue for Juwan Howard, but that that is that's fair. Like like you're talking about, I think he deserves the five game suspension. We have some certain listeners, maybe um, who are Michigan fans, that may have changed their name on Twitter to uh, Free Juwan for some particular reason, but we won't get into that. 
I think he deserves suspension. I think it's rightful. You shouldn't really do that in a game, no matter how your emotions get. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're the coach, you just be a leader. Right. And again, Addison, I agree with you. If he came out at the presser and was like, hey, well, I disagree with the timeout, and I don't think that was the right thing, I, I shouldn't have acted the way I did. I think there's some grace there, and there should be some grace in general. Everyone deserves a second chance. But it wasn't right when he did that. He doubled down. It wasn't right in the first place that he did that. Yep. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to more fun things. Uh, Texas Tech. Ruckham right here, uh, go in and they beat Texas again. There was a movement on a message board for uh, tech before the season started that, Hey, it's $99 to buy a season pass at Texas for, you know, upper deck. Let's go ahead and buy them because our coach left us for Texas. So let's stick it to them. And they actually did. And so all of them particularly showed up for this game because their alumni they're showing up for the Texas Tech game, but primarily because Chris Beard, who's Texas's head coach, was the Tech head coach. Um, they wanted to kind of stick it to him as well. So it was kind of a big environment for Texas Tech. They had a lot of guys show up, and they ended up winning the game pretty handily. Yeah. That stadium at Texas, uh, that's their home stadium on campus. It holds 18,000 right. people. Um, I'm not sure, but it might be the largest on-campus stadium in college basketball. I'll look it up while you're talking. I'm not sure if there's one that's bigger. Rupp holds more, but it's all campus. Um, in Kentucky, University of Kentucky obviously doesn't own it. Uh, you can audibly – it was a sellout. You can audibly hear boos and cheers when Chris Beard's name is called out. I mean, it was it was almost 50-50 fans in this game. And, te- and Lubbock is hours and hours away from Austin. Yeah. Obviously, they have an alumni all over the state. But it's like probably five is. hours – yeah, I would have thought it was way further than that. And I can – I'll do Lubbock to Austin on maps right now. You might be right. I'm not really great with geography, um, to be fully honest with y'all. But let's see. It's five hours and 52 minutes if you take a car. So I was almost right. Yeah. But just yeah. another hour. Mm-hmm. It's a long trip just for a, a basketball game. But worth it. They won. It did. Tech's playing great basketball right now. They're projected to be a three seed right now. Um, They got a lot of players in the Big 12 that'll, you know, kind of give them trouble uh, towards the tournament season. You have Kansas, who's playing really good right now. Texas, who they just beat, but still is a really good team. Iowa State's pretty quality. Texas Tech's good. They have a lot of good teams in that conference, uh, but I would love to see Tech win it because I think they're a really fun basketball team to watch and they win by defense. Yeah, they're so good. I like watching them a lot. Favorite Big 12 basketball team. Another fun sure. um, game to watch was Illinois beating Michigan State. Um, I don't know if y'all saw that one, but with Illinois having a lot of players <clears throat> out, they still came up with a win. Um, thought that was really impressive. And they had just come back from two back-to-back losses, um, especially with one of their – Sorry, oh. I don't know what that was. <laughs> and especially with one of their biggest players gone. Um, so definitely Michigan State was outplayed. And um, I think Illinois is going to move up a little bit, but Michigan State's probably going to drop uh, a few spots moving forward. But it was great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I Michigan did not State. watch a second of this game. So, Addison, you go for it. 
Uh, Michigan State dropped a spot in the rankings for the Big Ten, which uh, have gotten pretty tired to talk with Purdue, Wisconsin, and Illinois is just half a game back of Purdue, uh, tied with Wisconsin for second place. So that's a three-way race coming down to the end with three regular season games to go. That's going to be fun to watch. Those three teams uh, in the Big Ten are, are all really good and can make deep runs in the postseason. They're really their top six are all really good. Michigan State's right there in sixth place now, uh, but Michigan State, Rutgers, Ohio State, Illinois, Wisconsin, and Purdue um, all have a chance. They'll all be in the in the tournament. Yeah. Thomas, you want to touch on Kentucky? Yeah, let me just uh, I'm pulling up their record real quick um, as well as recent games. I know they've had a lot of success. Alabama is one of those teams where they're either super hot, or they're super cold. Uh, granted, they had a great game against Kentucky, uh, but Kentucky's playing about as well as anybody in the SEC right now. Arkansas is up there as far as quality of play too. Um, Kentucky usually this happens every single year. They have a ton of freshmen. It kind of takes them a little bit to get to know one another, know the game style. But once they get the flow down, they're usually very good, and they're they've kind of hit that stride. We've talked about this the past couple of weeks where. They're playing up to their potential. They're going to be a very scary team in the SEC conference championship or tournament, and as well as March with the tournament coming as well. I, I see them as a Sweet 16, Elite Eight, potentially Final Four team. They're playing very good basketball right now. I think Kentucky's a Final Four uh, national championship type team. For I sure. love Kentucky. Uh, I actually do think that they are better than Auburn at this point. Yeah. Uh, Auburn's kind of lost in the woods right now. Well, I wouldn't say they'll, that. They'll, they'll be fine, but keep They only have three losses on the year. Um, you know, these two losses on the road. You know, they still have to lead the SEC. It doesn't mean quite as much to um, to Auburn. Um, you know, you can kind of – it's a grind. It's long. They've been doing a lot of winning. So, they've probably lost a little bit of that motivation. They'll get that back, I'm sure, especially mm-hmm. for tournament time. But That's I could fair. see Kentucky, Kentucky win it all. If I had to oh, pick a sure. team from the SEC – that can win the national championship, I would pick Kentucky over Auburn. Right okay. Now. That's fair. Addison, uh, what was your big loss on Saturday? So I put a lot of money on Ole Miss, Georgia under, because Georgia's awful. Ole Miss's best three players were out. Uh, and the under was – over-under was high, 142 and a half. Um, and it went over. Yeah, I, I saw the bet. He did put a hefty portion on there. And honestly, like, um, not even in hindsight, but if if I were to bet on something in that game, I definitely would have taken the under two. I mean, we saw the report. Ole Miss was out their top three scorers, their top three players in general that aren't injured. Um, so I would have taken that as well. But Ole Miss, I think, scored, what, 86 points? It was crazy. Yeah. I mean, Jamie and Brakefield had a great game. Austin Crowley had an awesome game. Uh, they somehow scored the way they did. Granted, Georgia's not that great. Tom Kareen is um, definitely not going to be the coach next year. But, yeah, I would have taken that too. Ole Miss had like three players score 20 points. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty I think Jamie Brakeford went seven for eight or something like that. Like he was very efficient from the field. Yeah. I had a pretty good day on Saturday. Um I took Texas Tech plus three and a half. I just felt like they were going to win that game. I took Arkansas minus two. 
Uh, the one I lost was UAB minus four. They ended up losing off a buzzer beater against North Texas, uh, 58-57. I just kind of wanted to support the Blazers, my hometown team. Uh, fortunately, they didn't kind of uh, support me financially, but that's okay. I took Auburn plus one and a half live, and I took Kansas minus six and a half live. So <laughs> had a good day for basketball. I didn't bet on Ole Miss. I just didn't feel good about it. But if I would, I would have kind of rolled with Addison with them under 144. And lost and lost. We'd have lost together. Yeah, it's okay. I'm I'm okay with doing things together, even if it's losing. All about All camaraderie. Right. Time to move on to baseball. There were a lot of good baseball games opening opening week for was it everyone or just oh, old opening for yeah, everyone. everyone. College baseball yeah. opening weekend. It's fun to see everybody back in the grove for sure. Not in the grove and Swayze. <laughs> Wrong sport. Close enough. Um, yeah. In Swayze, and uh, about half a mile makes me miss college. So let's let's start with Oklahoma State beating Vandy. Addison, you want to mm-hmm. talk on that? Oklahoma State kind of avenged last season's series loss to Vanderbilt and took two of three from them. So that was huge. Uh, top ten matchup over the weekend. Uh, not much to really talk about. Both those teams are going to be good. They're both going to be there at the end of the year. It's first weekend of the season. You know, they play 60 games or whatnot. Yeah, uh, I agree with you. But that was the, the biggest series of the weekend. And Oklahoma State came out victorious. So, uh, it was impressive for them. Wholeheartedly agree with Addison. It's still early. We'll talk about this with Mississippi State, I'm sure, as well. Uh, the one thing that I thought was interesting, I mean, yes, they lost the series 2-1. But did you all see it? They're wearing those, like, watch wristbands now for, for pitch counts and for pitches. Yeah, for the pitcher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the the idea behind it is to negate stealing signs. They don't want the catcher to show a sign because if someone's on second, they can kind of try to read the sign to see what's going on. Uh, they want to, you know, make that completely obsolete. So they're trying out these watches where the the manager, I forget what his name is, uh, will essentially type in a pitch and it'll give a notification on the player's watch and then it'll throw that. Um, so interesting. They're kind of trying to get away Stein ceiling, but. I kind of like sign stealing. It's part of the game. It makes it more fun. So we'll see. I'm with you on that, Thomas. Sign stealing is a part of baseball. They should. I agree. They also, uh, Daniel Tortorisi, going back to basketball, said Auburn cannot be worse as far as team, culture, and family. He says uh, it's a one seed that loses in the Sweet 16. That would be very on brand. I would love that because I love watching Auburn be miserable. So I agree with you, Daniel. That'd be awesome. That's he's, a, he's an Alabama fan. Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, he is. Oh, yeah. you, you yeah. can tell. He's a tighter. He's a gump, as they say. All right, moving on to Long Beach State. So the Dirtbags going to Starkville and take two or three from Mississippi State. An impressive pitching performance from Long Beach State. Especially, uh, they, they do something with their pitching that a lot of teams don't do on full counts. They'll throw all speed pitches. Um, so it's really hard for the opposing team to, to pick up on and do well. And Long Beach State was just pitching stuff super impressed against Mississippi State. Yeah. Um, and was able to take two. And they, they hit the ball well, too. They beat them, what, 13 to they, three If they yeah. agreed to a run rule, they would have lost in run rule in the eighth inning um, Saturday, I believe. 
They mm-hmm. are they really called the dirt bags? Yes, like, that's that's that's, that's, that's like, what they're, they're called, like, the dirt bags. I thought my Sarah, my roommate, went to state and so she'd be like, Oh, we're losing to the dirt bags. I'm like, oh, maybe she's just like upset that they're losing and calling them dirt bags. And then I'm like, oh, they're really they're really called the dirt bags. They're that's actually yeah, I was kind of thrown off by that too. Long Beach State's a pretty good team. I think they were ranked 24 going into the season. Um, so they had some anticipation as far as preseason goes. Again, it's super early. Mississippi State will probably figure it out. They're going to be a contender moving forward. They always are. They won the national championship last year. I don't think it's a huge issue. I think they'll be fine. But I always love watching State lose, so I'm not complaining. But... It was just another top 25 matchup uh, that we were, yeah. we were slim on this weekend. Mm-hmm. Another good matchup was Liberty upsetting Florida. Yeah. Uh, I believe Liberty returned a lot from last year's roster. Um, and I saw actually when Nepal had them jump into the top 25 this week, they went to Gainesville and took two or three from Florida. Uh, upset of the weekend, for sure. Did y'all see uh, Liberty's tweet about that? The eagle with the gator. Yeah, they had an eagle that had like trapped onto a gator and it was like, kind of flying away with it. I uh, thought it was pretty funny. But it's got to be Photoshop, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Florida... I mean, this kind of goes back to last year. I think they were preseason number one. They had a lot of anticipation and kind of fell short. I'm curious to see how they turn out this year. Usually they're pretty dang good. But again, I've said this three times now, but it's baseball. It's still super early. Uh, we need more data before we can kind of give an accurate description on these teams. 100%. Spoken like a true analyst. Yeah, what can I say? Analyst. <laughs> But yeah, in uh, professional sports, I mean, I guess the really only big news, I mean, there was the NBA All-Star Game, which, I mean, is fine. The dunk contest wasn't too fun. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns was the first big man, or he's now arguably the best big man to win the three-point contest. He's a great shooter. But the kind of thing that we want to talk about is the Saudi Golf League and how um, Bryson DeChambeau recently turned down an invitation. And it looks like it's just kind of Phil being like, I want to do this. But Addison, you have a lot of information about this, so I'll let you talk. Yeah, so everyone thought Bryson and Phil were kind of heading this up. The the Saudis have obviously reached out uh, to a lot of players and agents and whatnot, and Saudi Arabia has a ton of money, so it was a money thing um, for sure to try to get players to come over there. Uh, They have Apparently the schedule is – is really good according to Adam Scott. Yeah, they were offering DeShambo, I think, like $110 million to go. Reportedly, it was $135 million Goodness gracious to go man. over there and play, um, which is more than Tiger Woods winning his own tour, uh, just for Bryson to go over there and play. That was like, I, I guess, just a contract like they do in other professional sports, um, supposedly. Uh, and it feels the only, Phil Mix is the only one that's really came out and kind of said, you know, some stuff about it and talk bad about the PGA and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all these – everyone else on the PGA Tour has now seemingly shut it down. Saudi League seems to be crumbling. Um, I think Phil was obviously in it, in it for the money more than anything. He saw a chance – he's getting – Phil's getting older. He's, you know, not able to compete quite as well with all the young guys on tour. Right. And I, I think he saw a chance to, to make a lot of money later on in his career. And I don't think it's going to quite work out. He could still go play, and they could have you know, they could pick up you know some corn fairy guys or something. <laughs> My uh, friends on play. the corn fairy tour. Okay. Yeah. 
There's a ton of prefer- I mean, there's uh, you know, they're killing it out there. They're doing great. Yeah, Brooks Brooks Kepka played overseas golf t- tours before he finally made it on the PGA tour. So there's plenty of golfers that could play in the Saudi League. It just won't be a lot of PGA guys leaving. Yeah. But yeah, if y'all are ever Blake Dyer, he's the man. He's on the the. I don't know if what if I'm allowed to say that out loud, but I know he is. So <laughs> I know him. We're family friends. Anyway, on another note, the Olympics. What do y'all? How many gold medals do you think we've won in the past for the United States? The Royal We. We as the USA. Um, how many gold medals do you think we've had in the first sixteen days of competition? Do not look it up. I don't care. It's the Winter Olympics. Rude. It's eight. <laughs> We're in fifth place. Norway's first. And um, we have eight gold medals, 10 silver, and seven bronze. So we have 25 total. Um, Canada's above us, then Germany, then Russia, basically. And then Norway's number one. Just to keep those who care up to it. Good for Norway. Like I think Thomas. it's... I think it's closing pretty soon. I think they're almost about done. Apparently people, um, I think it's been broadcasted by NBC are very upset with the viewership. It's a historical low. I kind of read that somewhere today, but I, I like snowboarding. I think that's fun, but I, I really need to be more better about supporting the winter Olympics. Cause I don't really, I was watching, you know, I was watching ahead, skating Friday night. Skating is there's, I don't know if y'all have heard about it or seen it, but the Russian skating yeah. team, there's a girl who's 15 and she um, is really, really good. And her coach gave her some endurance pills, which are illegal and they're drugs. And so she tested for it and was like, it showed up positive, whatever, um, in January. And then she like made it to the finals and flopped and like, you can just see like she's so sad and tired and like she's worked her whole life for this and it just means nothing. And um, the coaches for the Russian team are like horrible. They so, verbal, like they're verbally yelling at there's, people on the, the show. And, or there's on a the documentary show. on Netflix called Icarus and it talks about how corrupt Russia was with the Olympics since like, I think 84, they've been giving their athletes steroids and they, they aren't technically allowed to compete as Russia in the Olympics this year and the last Summer Olympics because of it. Um, so this is something that's been going on in Russia for a while as far as that goes. I don't can't really talk about the culture as far as coaches go, but they've been giving steroids to athletes since the Cold War. Sad. Mm. But if you haven't seen Icarus, it's awesome, and you should definitely watch it. It's a really cool documentary. Put on my list. Addison, did you have something to tell us? Yeah, what's your, so. your big news? Oh, I'm now on the Young Alumni Council for the University of Mississippi. Hey. Oh, really? So did you take I'm my suggestion the, of Fight Club? No, but I'm on the events committee. <laughs> so that's why I asked okay. that question. No, I think I'm on, it's awesome. I'm dude. on the events committee. Where to go? Don't get kicked out. Yeah, don't get kicked yeah. out like Cardinal Club. No, 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 no. This, this is, this is an adult, adult thing. <laughs> yeah, That's this will be taken a little more seriously. Well, I, do, I think, That's I think exciting. I'm going to be doing, I think I'll do more than put out t-shirts for this. 
Okay, so I I should uh, become part of the alumni association now that I know that's in good hands. You never joined the alumni association? I did after my first year, but I didn't renew my alumni association last year. Uh, see, so well, I bought myself a membership, and then my dad purchased like a five year membership for me. Okay, for my graduation right. gift. Um, okay, well, so, let me know. I will definitely reinvest now. Yes, make sure y'all join the alumni association. Yeah, speaking and, uh, we'll of joining, putting on events. They're going to get better. Speaking of joining, um, I don't know if y'all joined Surge yet, but Surge.co, um, I believe that's what it is online, but they yep. are killing the game. They are a platform that allows you to interact with uh, professionals, artists, athletes, um, great people. And actually last week they had a um, Surge Live, basically um, with two of the Ole Miss baseball players, I believe. Um, and that's a, that was a big hit. So fans out there, if you haven't signed up as a creator on Surge, definitely do that. That's S-U-R-J-E dot co. Um, so yeah. And that was also Birchie's best transition in the history of this podcast. So that was pretty I'm great. Pretty Congratulations, Birchie. She's gotten better. Depends on the day, really. <laughs> um, I don't, I have some news for y'all. I, um, today at work, I got promoted to cruise director um for culture one of my um favorite co-workers I mean they're all my favorite but one of my many favorites she we always called her cruise director so um she um left she got she has another job that she's gonna go kill it at it's it's really cool but she got me a t-shirt that says cruise director and we all dressed up as different versions of her in the office today but um (laughs) was pretty funny so I have some pretty big shoes to fill she's always the girl that I talk about that is the Oklahoma fan um and so I'll definitely be reaching out to her if anything yeah. else crazy happens with Oklahoma but just uh, like Lincoln Riley she left but yeah you know, exactly. Okay. exactly um so yeah but anyway that was my news congratulations Birchie I'm super excited for you you're gonna crush it you're gonna set an unprecedented standard moving forward I don't know she is she's pretty awesome so We'll see what happens, but Addison, do you have some fun segments for us? Yeah. So which one did y'all pick? Y'all didn't know we supposed to pick one. Oh, I, I thought I just, I kind of made notes for all of them. So. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, without giving anything away, uh, Birchie will let you pick then. One, two, or three. I'm going to go three. with two. Go two. Okay. All right. So we're going to do our favorite spring activities. You can even do top five. Uh, Thomas, we'll let you go first. Okay. Um, what I love about springtime is in the fall when you go to a big SEC school, it's all built around football, your weekends. It's whatever, the, whatever you're, whoever you're playing that weekend, wherever it is, that's what the weekend is, right? So I think spring um, opens up a lot of opportunity and creativity to do what you want. So some of the few things that I like to do in the spring is um, running, attending baseball games. And then I love going to the lake. I think it's super fun. That was also my favorite day drinking spot. Um, just hanging out with some friends, wakeboarding, tubing, skiing on a boat. There's nothing better. Addison? Nice. Nice. Bertie, do you want to go ahead and go? Uh, sure. Um, spring activities, I like on a weekday, I'd probably say – walking around like with friends after work because 
I think during the winter um, and fall, it gets so dark outside right after work and you're just kind of like sad. Um, and so there's nothing better to me than like right when I get home from work, going straight on a walk outside, meeting up with a friend or something. Um, also like day activities when it's not freezing cold is so nice. So like going to play pickleball or kickball or something like that is, is really fun. Um, because everything's kind of centered towards outside games. Darties are fun, stuff like that. We're just like, you're doing things during the day, um, picnics, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, kind of like Thomas said, I love going on the boat, going home, um, and being in Florida and, and just hanging out with my family, um, being outside in the pool, stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And I love St. Patrick's Day. I love St. Patrick's Day. Why do you love St. Patrick's Day? I love celebrating any holiday. And I feel like it's just an underrated holiday where you, no one really has any expectations for it. And so I always like to throw a little get together where people hang out and everything is green themed and it's just kind of fun. Okay. That's fair. Oh yeah. Spring activities. Kind of later spring going to summer pool. Uh, Attend outdoor sporting events again. Baseball. Yeah. Play golf. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one right there. Day drink. <laughs> that's the best spring activity. It's the it best spring back. activity. Day yeah. drink comes back, and then uh, uh, you know you can spend more time around the grill. Yeah. In the back. Yeah, like barbecues and stuff. That's fun. Oh yeah. And at night it's still cool, so you can still have a fire or something. Also, the days are longer. So you can kind of chill outside and it's 637 and it's like kind of still a little light outside. That's pretty money as well. Days are longer. Yes. The flowers. I know that's not an activity, but they're just so pretty and and fun. Yes. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, anything else y'all want to add? How do I share my screen? You have to get- Uh, You press share screen. Oh, I got to go to my system preferences. Oh, no. Uh-oh. What are you sharing? <laughs> I'm scared. <Hold> <laughs> I'm concerned. Yeah. Uh, Thomas, are you doing anything this weekend? Uh, this weekend? This weekend? let me do it. Carter, uh, Carter Armstrong is coming in town, so I'll probably hang out with him. That's so funny. I just want to show you all my hamster. Oh, um, you got to get That's not yours. Okay. <laughs> you see this video? Yeah. It's electric. I love it. Look at that. Look at this cheek. <laughs> it's just going after it. All right. I saw that today. <laughs> um, well, thanks to our fans, um, our loyal fans for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at homefield underscore tailgate, Twitter, HFT underscore official, um, Spotify, follow us there, subscribe to us so you can be notified on every new episode on Wednesdays at six, as well as YouTube. Um, if you have any suggestions on segments, anything special or specific you want us to talk about, um, let us know. And that's all we got for today. Thanks.